You're listening to American Football Talk. Football news your way. Fast and furious. The college football season has come to an end. The Georgia Bulldogs win their second consecutive college football championship when they beat the TCU Horn Frogs 65-7 Monday night. Congratulations to the Bulldogs. This game was never really close. I mean, TCU, great story this year, but Georgia's far superior team, and it showed Monday night. The NFL regular season has also come to an end, and with it comes a couple of firings, a couple of retirements, and the wildcard weekend schedule is now set. Let's start with the news first, and then we'll get into that. Let's begin in Arizona. The Arizona Cardinals have fired their head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, and their general manager, Steve Kine, has stepped away for health reasons. Hate to break it to you, Steve, but all the Arizona Cardinal fans are having health issues. Sick to the stomach watching that product be put in the field over the last few years. The Tennessee Titans have fired four assistant coaches. Their offensive coordinator, their offensive line coach, their secondary coach, and their offensive skill position coach. This is not a big surprise. Tennessee's offense was not great this year. I have a feeling that quarterback Ryan Tannehill will be on the move out of Tennessee over the next couple months. The Cleveland Browns have fired their defensive coordinator, Joe Woods. Also news out of Cleveland, pass rusher Javion Clowney says, quote, I'm 95% sure I will not be back to Cleveland. Quote, if Clowney does not come back, that's a big loss for that defense. With Clowney on one side and Garrett on the other, I mean, there are fours up there in Cleveland. The Houston Texans have also fired their head coach, Lovey Smith. This is not a surprise. Lovey Smith was a last-minute hire after the whole Brian Flores debacle last season. The Rams' offensive coordinator is expected not to be back with the season next year. Instead, he's going to return to Kentucky as offensive coordinator. Also out of Los Angeles, Rams head coach Sean McVay has made no commitment for his coaching future in Los Angeles. If Coach McVay does not return to Los Angeles, who are they going to get as a head coach? I mean, you come in there cash-strapped, no draft picks to speak of, not a great offensive supporting cast. I mean, it's going to be fire sale time, and it's going to be bad football in Los Angeles for years to come. They're paying for the Super Bowl runs now. Miami Dolphins running back Raheem Mostert suffered a broken thumb in Sunday's win over the Jets. Mostert has not yet been ruled out for Sunday's game. In the last piece of news, some good news. Safety DeMar Hamlin has left the Cincinnati hospital and he's now in Buffalo. He's doing better each day and don't be surprised if you see him on the sidelines in Sunday's game and maybe even an honorary captain. That's great news, glad to hear it. And some more good news, Hamlin's toy drive, GoFundMe, is now up to $8 million. And his goal when he started, a mere $3,000. It's great to see all the support. 
the 2023 NFL draft order. So, so some of you may remember that last week I said it looks like the Houston Texans will end up with the first pick no matter what happens. Well, some rumors came out that Lovey Smith heard he was getting fired no matter what after the game. So, Lovey Smith and the Houston Texans win the game on Sunday. And with the win, Lovey departs Houston by giving them a, you know, a second overall draft pick rather than the first overall draft pick. So I'll give you the order of the first 10 or so draft picks. The Chicago Bears get the first overall draft pick. It looks like Chicago has found their quarterback in Justin Fields. So don't be surprised if you see Chicago trade that draft pick for a King's Ransom. The Texans get the second overall draft pick. Arizona ends up with the third. The Colts end up with the fourth. They might go up to number one. They need a quarterback bad. The Cardinals get the fifth. The Lions get the sixth. The Raiders get the seventh. The Falcons get the eighth. The Panthers get the ninth. The Eagles get the tenth. The Titans get the eleventh. The Houston Texans get the twelfth. The New York Jets get the 13th. The Patriots get the 14th. The Packers get the 15th. The Commanders get the 16th. The Steelers get the 17th. Detroit gets the 18th. We have to wait until after the playoffs to see who gets the final spots, but there's your top 18 for now. Super Wildcard Weekend begins on Saturday, starting with the Seahawks and the 49ers. Seattle travels to Santa Clara. The early forecast in Santa Clara is calling for rain. The over-under set at 43. Give me the over with a San Francisco win. These two division opponents split the season between them. One win apiece in their head-to-head matchups. I think that if Brock Purdy, the quarterback for the Niners, can play mistake-free football and doesn't turn the ball over, I think San Francisco will win. You know, playoff football is different than regular season football. It's more intense. Mark Purdy has not experienced that yet. Geno Smith has. So, it's going to be a good game, but I think the Niners come out on top. Also on Saturday, you have the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Los Angeles Chargers. This should be a really good game to watch. Two young quarterbacks, both in their first playoff appearance. But the real difference is the head coaches. Jacksonville's coach, Doug Peterson, has been to a Super Bowl before and won a Super Bowl before. Chargers coach Brandon Staley has never been to the playoffs before. And I know I said it before, but playoff football is different than regular season football. The early forecast for Sunday in Jacksonville is clear highs in the 50s. The over-under set at 47 and the spread is a pick'em, so even Vegas thinks this is going to be a great game. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is going to be one to watch. You know, I'm going to pick Jacksonville. I'm not going to put money on it, but give me Jacksonville only because they got home field advantage. I think this is going to be a close game. Comes down to a field goal to win it. And then on Saturday, the first game of the day is the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. Miami travels to Buffalo. Early forecast is cloudy, high of 33. Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Tagovailoa 
has not been cleared to start, so give me Buffalo with a win easily, unless that changes. The Buffalo Bills are looking very good this year, and I'm sure DeMar Hamlin will be on the sidelines pumping up that crowd. So Miami's traveling into a hostile environment with maybe the rookie quarterback Skylar Thompson getting the start. It's still unclear, like I said. Also, Tyree Kill, the wide receiver, has an ankle injury. And their other wide receiver, Jalen Waddle, also suffered an injury. Add that with a broken thumb of running back Raheem Mostert, and I really don't see Miami hanging in there. I mean, it, this game should be over early, so Buffalo's 9.5 point favorites on the spread. The over-under set at 46. These two teams split the season in their division. Miami played them tough both games, but and like I said, it's really going to come down to whether or not quarterback Tua Tungvaloa is cleared to start. If Tua is cleared to start, then Miami has a fighting chance. News came out today that the Dolphins' right tackle, Brandon Shell suffered a high ankle sprain in Sunday's game, and he will not play this weekend. So, if Tua does start, he'll be without his right tackle. And the right side is Tua's blind side, because he's a lefty. So, this is also going to factor into whether or not Tua plays, I'm sure. But, time will tell, right? Also, Saturday, you have the Vikings and the Giants. The Giants travel to Minnesota. The over-under for this game set at 48. Personally, I'm not a believer in Minnesota. I think that they snuck out some weird wins, some, some really weird plays that went their way this year. They had some long field goals that big combined against the Colts, which given props, they did it. But still, I'm just not a believer. The Giants, on the other hand, they are a gritty, grinded out, you know, old school football team. And I think that the New York Giants will go into Minnesota and come out of there with a win. The New York Giants coaching staff has made a believer out of me in great coaching. The coaches have done a great job this year with not a lot of talent. You know, when when uh, Dayball took over that job, it's not like he walked into a great position with, you know, great quarterback, great wide receivers, great defense. You know, it was all mediocre at best. And here they are in the playoffs. So, you know, give me the Giants with the win. The final game on Sunday is the Bengals and the Ravens. The Ravens travel to Cincinnati. You know, I have heard no news on whether or not Lamar Jackson will be starting for this game, but I also haven't heard him return to the practice field. And usually you hear a player return to practice a week before, you know, the game. So if Lamar does not start, give me Cincinnati with the win easy. I do not think that the Ravens offense is that effective without Lamar running it. And also, I'm not even sure who the starting quarterback is going to be for this game. You know, Huntley, he's dealing with an injury. And then they, they started this bum uh, on Sunday the other day. And, you know, if they roll with that guy on Sunday, a lot like Miami, if they roll with their rookie, it's going to be ugly early. And it's going to be over in the first quarter. So give me Cincinnati with the win. I think the game hits the over, however. Now, that Bengals offense is no joke. And um, final game of Wild Card Weekend will be Monday night. Yeah, Monday night football. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. We have the Cowboys and the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay. This game is hard to pick simply because 
you don't know which team's going to show up every week. One weekend, the Cowboys look great. Next weekend, they're almost losing to the Texans. Tampa Bay's look terrible every weekend, except for the weekend where they won their division. You know, Brady looked like the Brady of old. Evans looked great. They put it on the Panthers that weekend. And then last weekend, I know, I know last weekend was not really a barometer, but last weekend they lose to the Falcons. It's just, you never know which team is going to roll on the field on Sunday. Or Monday night in this case. So let's take some numbers into account here. The over-under is set at 45. And the Cowboys are favored by two and a half points. You know, I I just... I might stay away from this game, but, you know... I'll watch it for sure, but... As far as betting on it, I just don't know. You never count Brady out during the playoffs. You know, that he's got that moxie and that experience. The Cowboys definitely have more talent on the field as far as offense and defense. But in the end, I think it's going to come down to experience. Brady's been there many times before. I think a lot of the troops is going to be a close game in the end. And in typical Tom Brady fashion, he'll get him in position to win it with a field goal late. And Tampa Bay's going to come out of there with the win. That's what I think. But it should be a great game nonetheless, no matter what happens. And I have a piece of late-breaking news. The Washington Commanders have fired their offensive coordinator, Scott Turner. That's going to do it for this week. Follow me on Twitter at Wheel1317. Follow the show at AFT138. Join the American Football Talk Facebook group. Please take the time to rate and review the show. I'm your host, Matthew. Until next time, keep pushing.